What's going on, everybody? It's just Jimmy Lennon here today on another podcast about sports. Um, this is pretty much going to talking more or less within the NBA. For the NBA free agency, um, as pretty much a lot of people have been noticing, it's been pretty hectic. Um, considering the fact that this game's pretty much ended around roughly October. And, you know, to end up seeing that the games are going to come back around somewhere as December 22nd. It is kind of a weird time. I mean, between them going from the bubble, which successfully worked out by far than what the NFL is even doing. I mean, they still gain coronaviruses, tested po- like positive tests as we speak right now. And it's just, it's crazy. <laughs> it, it really is. And so the NBA, you know, they were able to fix that out. Even though their games are short inside a facility, they still were doing the necessary protocols that they need to do to make sure everybody was safe. So I would still applaud them for that. But as interesting as it may seem for the season, it's quite quick. Um, you only gave them about roughly, at best, like a month or some change of a break, almost, if not two, depending. And bam, they're going to be right back in there playing another game. This time, it sounds like to me, they're going to try to play it in the stadiums itself. But I think it sounds like it's going to be regional, I think. Um, so they're testing things out and, you know, they have like a whole, literally a whole schedule in terms of what they're going to try to do in terms of this season. Um, you know, for instance, like again, the preseason games, they're going to pretty much start around, you know, December 11th. And then again, again, the games come out December 22nd going through March. That's going to be like the first half of the regular season. And then of course you still have, you know, the all-star break and everything like that. And then you turn around, even though it's still going to be questioned because I don't know if they're going to do it still or not, because I know Indianapolis, they backed out just, you know, due to the coronavirus and everything like that. And they said they waited until 2024 for them to participate into the All-Star game again, because this was supposed to be this year was supposed to be in Indianapolis. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. I don't know exactly what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to have an All-Star game break. It's going to be also kind of weird if they don't <laughs> but in terms of where they're going to put the all-star game that should be interesting so um we'll probably hear more official news as we probably get close if not earlier to that time frame and then after that all-star break if there is if there is still going to be an all-star break then you still got the second half and then you have this play in tournament as well so and then you have the playoffs going from and that which by the way the play in tournament starts on may 18th the 21st and then may 22nd is going into the playoffs all the way until july 22nd so roughly we're looking at this to end around the summer now keep in mind as well so far as what i've been told that the tokyo games for the olympic games are still going to be pretty much continuing for the summer there was no ideas in mind that it was going to get canceled or or anything like that in, in any sorts um but that's going to be even interesting itself, too, because, again, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going to have everybody get tested before they jump into the place. But I don't know. I'm still being optimistic and positive about this. But Japan is only but so big. And, you know, unless some people back out because of that reason, because you don't know, um, you might have that problem as well. Because um, it already has been delayed from this past year, this past summer. So... It really depends um, on a lot of people. But um, but yeah, they have the in-game tournament 
pretty much talking in a sense of, you know, wants trying to get into the, you know, the playoffs, basically, you know what I'm saying? You know, they're trying to get in there and trying to see if what team, kind of like what they did this past summer, in a sense of how, like, the um, Blazers and the Grizzlies had to face each other for that one game. Um, if the Blazers won, if the Blazers are lost and they would have played another game against the Grizzlies, but if the Blazers won, which they did, then they get, they already got the eighth seed, which is crazy to think about. I was happy for Damian Lillard and them, but then you also felt kind of bad for John Moran and them because of the fact that, you know, <laughs> they had that one game and they lost because they, they've been riding on that eighth seed for so long. But at the same time, there was teams like the Pelicans, even the Sacramento Kings too. Houston, I mean, not Houston, excuse me, the Spurs. There's a lot of teams that were compacted together that was pretty close enough to get the 8 seed spot, depending on what team, which team cracks. So, um, but yeah, but then the outcome came into tuition, even though the Blazers won that first game. The Lakers came in there and just destroyed it afterwards. So, <laughs> so that was that was the most interesting thing there as well. So it's gonna be really interesting seeing that tournament is gonna be going on like this. I mean, at one point they were talking about having a playing tournament sometime back before the coronavirus even happened, and not a lot of people were too keen on that. Um, well, now that looks like that's coming back again. <laughs> looks like that idea wasn't tossed in the trash fully. So that was that was put like more or less as a pin on that than they did. So, um, but yeah, that's that's what they're gonna be that's what we're gonna be doing. And um, especially it's gonna be interesting because again, you still have teams that did not participate, as we all know, in that bubble. So we look at the team like like my Knicks or the Golden State Warriors, who unfortunately, you know, with you know Clay Thompson being injured throughout that throughout this rest of the season. Um, you know, hopefully he gets a speedy recovery. It sounds like to me that he's going to have a full recovery from the surgery. But, um, you know, my best wishes go out to Clay Thompson. But, you know, you have them who did not participate at all, who still, you know, picking up Kelly Oubre from the free agency. And I haven't even gotten to that yet because that's, again, hectic. <laughs> Between all the trades and the deals. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So, um... But they still have a good core five star. You know what I'm saying? Um, they can still get into the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? I knew, like, if, and everybody had to keep it in reality. When Golden State and all healthy, oh, no, they're championship contenders. Okay? The reason why they didn't even see them last year was the obvious. Because there was a lot of injuries going on. They ended up basically putting them almost dead last. So... With that being said, you imagine that with all those players being healthy, even having Clayton Thompson up there, they're still a threat. They still technically are a threat still. Again, as long as those players are healthy too, they can still get there. Now, I don't know in terms of getting to you know, the, the finals because they still got to deal with the Lakers and of a juggernaut team that is now. Um, even the Clippers, who hopefully they get their act together and figure out why they lost to the Nuggets, which I'm not going to discredit the fact that the Nuggets didn't deserve that win. The Clippers were slacking. They were being lazy. <laughs> you know, the defense was sorry. Some of the, a lot of, not even some, the shooting, I don't even know what was going on with that. I mean, they were just taking wild shots that didn't make any sense. Plays that didn't make any sense. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens. Still, it's going to be a battle of L.A. still, because those two, those, that Clippers team is still a strong team. 
So, um, but nothing to sniff at with the Nuggets. You know, because keep in mind, before this season, the Nuggets were a second seed team. They were just third seed team this time. So, yeah, anything can happen. I mean, shoot, we saw the Bucks lose to the Heat. The Heat whooped out, you know, of course, swept the Pacers, which I could have probably saw that coming anyway. No, you know, really, no negative feelings towards the Pacers, but we kind of saw that coming, you know what I'm saying? But then you had the Bucks, which was surprising. And I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> the Bucks lost? Like that? Almost got swept? They won that one game, and that was the one game that Giannis was not playing at all in the game. I couldn't fathom that. But the Heat deserved that, you know what I'm saying, in terms of getting all the way to those finals. They did. They showed They showed out. They showed up and they showed out. Bucks did not. The Bucks did not. So, you know, it was a crazy season. You know, the Raptors, they didn't even make it to, you know, at least the Eastern Conference Finals. Not at all. And even with the Celtics, I mean, the Celtics are still a team that you should look out for as well. But uh, this is a new season. And the one team to look out for, definitely in the East, is the Nets. Yeah. We got KD and Kyrie. I know I said we. Because let me tell you, my Knicks are not going to be doing anything right now. I don't think right now. Still. So the Nets right now are the substitute team <laughs> for New York as I see it um, I was still excited when they first came into the city uh, back around 2012-2013 you know I still got even still got the jacket when they had it in the store I was like oh, that's, that's pretty tight it's pretty tight I mean blends in with the Adidas logo how about that right but they made it to more playoff playoffs than the Knicks did I mean the last time the Knicks pretty much went to the playoffs was pretty much with Carmelo last time I checked because I haven't been there since then, and they've always been almost dead last, or at least down there, not even touching, not even scraping the playoffs, not even sniffing it. Nope. So, but the Nets, they did. They made it to the playoffs more times right now, recently, than the next half. And now, you can at least say, with KD back and healthy, Kyrie back and healthy, you can see some magic happening up in here, yo. You can't. You can now, of course, with all the trades and everything going on, um, you know, we still haven't heard anything about what's going on with James Harden. You know, what I'm saying whether he's going to take that deal, that nice contract that Houston is trying to give him. That keep in mind, Texas does not have any state stacks. So, with that being said, you know, you know, real question is for him. You know, it's just, you know, it's usually always the same two questions for any player, especially any star player who's trying to leave the team. What are their motives? Do they want more money that they were received? Or do they really want to get another trophy or not even get another trophy, but get a trophy because they haven't because James Harden hasn't. What is their motive for that? And for them to go over to the Nets could potentially do that. Now, of course, you know, as much for me being positive about this, because I'm excited about this, if this even happens, there will be, you know, no lie, negatives to this. The thing is, is James Harden able to go ahead and risk, you know, a pay cut? Because they pretty much will get a pay cut, pretty sure. 
and knowing the fact that the nets itself are up in new york city and we know that the tax system up there is one of the states that have the highest tax rates up there even for players who come as visitors that go there they get a they get a you know pay cut from new york city because of the fact that the tax up there is so high that's the problem there so when you're looking at more or less james harden going up there you know reuniting with kd playing with Kyrie, and knowing that you know james harden is a ball dominant player and it's probably one of the main reasons why him and westbrook probably couldn't work out even though they're still brothers even after all this has happened it shocked me and it shocked the world because it's like well you got them two together on the team <laughs> that's something right there but something about the Rockets, I don't know. They they gotta get it together. Cause you know, Westbrook's even I don't know, Westbrook's even still trying to stay at the Rockets. He only was only there for one year. You know what I'm saying? Is he trying to? Or you know, right now he's he just doesn't want to play with James Harden. So that comes to a conclusion that he's trying to go somewhere else. As long as James Harden's there, you're not gonna see Westbrook there at all. So, but if James Harden leaves, what does that mean for Westbrook? Would he still stay here or will he still venture out? Because if he still ventures out, let me tell you, the Rockets going to be mad dumb. <laughs> They're going to be looking real stupid when them two are gone. And who do you got for the Rockets? You going to still play small ball? You got nothing. You got nothing. You know, just empty promises and broken dreams. So um, that's that's kind of the the story there a little bit so um we'll see um i would love to see the westbrook come to the knicks <laughs> since the knicks decided to have some more cap space going into you know into this free agency right now even though we picked up i mean we picked up austin rivers who ooh, lord and behold came from the rockets <laughs> so um you know we didn't really right now pick up any big name people Again, we had a chance last year with KD and Kyrie, and that did not happen. I still blame it on the execs. Let me tell you, I don't, I don't understand it. It's like a plague. No one wants to be over in this team because they just know if if things were changed in terms of the upstairs executives up there, I'm pretty sure the Knicks will get so many star talent over there. But until that happens, uh, we won't probably be seeing much. Again, that last time was with Carmelo. Could never fathom why we gave away Carmelo. But, you know, hey, they know better than I do, right? I guess, you know what I'm saying? They know more than what the fans and just overall common sense. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully the money doesn't cloud their judgment. You know? But, hey, that's just me. But enough about that. You know, James Harden, for him to be over there, that's <clears throat> that's going to be one of the sacrifices that he's going to be pretty much dealing with. And he is, you know, like I said, very ball dominant. And, you know, Kyrie is too as well. KD, you know, he can as well, but he, you know, he could probably work with that. Because, again, KD and James Harden have worked together on the team of Oklahoma City, which is so amazing seeing all these players who played for Oklahoma City, which, mind you, you know, Kevin Durant was there even when it was the Supersonics. So, before they went over to Oklahoma City, you had him, you had Westbrook, you had Serge Ibaka, you had James Harden, all on the same team. 
and they all went different places. Two of them won championships, Serge Ibaka and Kevin Durant. Westbrook, star player for, you know, OKC. Broke a lot of, you know, history over there with those triple doubles. Left to go to Houston. James Harden left there as well, who was also a sixth man, by the way. Went down there to Houston and made a star player name for himself. So, you know, (laughs) it's crazy. Could you see all of them come back together as the same team? That would be amazing. But uh, that may not happen. Maybe. Maybe. The only maybe options you may see that is within the All-Star game. Because that time we saw Kevin Durant and Westbrook on the same team. It's like, whoa, what? So, that might be the only time you might see that happen. Other than that, you know, it's it's going to be, you know, you go left, I go right. So, type of thing. So, um, that's that's one of the biggest things there. So, without all that being said, hopefully we'll see something going on. You know, we get a new coach of Steve Nash. You know, the legend himself coaching. I was excited when I heard he was coaching. Um, you know, he's going to bring a lot to the table. You know, a lot of ideas to the table for it as well. And it is, you know, it's not new that, again, I know this is kind of a little bit of news, but it's not new that we had a coach player, not coach player, excuse me, but a coach that was an NBA player. No, of course, coach here, but have little to no experience coaching, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? We look at Doc Rivers, he was able to win a championship. So, and he barely had much coaching experience as well. So, you know, Jason Kidd, you know, he didn't win necessarily a championship until this Lakers team, but he wasn't really the head coach. He was assistant coach. I mean, he coached for his own team that was the Nets. It didn't work out as well, unfortunately. But then the Bucks, also the same thing. So, it happens. But with Steve Nash's intellect that he has shown always on the court, and even for players when he's when he was on the side, even working with KD, you know, when he was over there at Golden, Golden State. You know, it's amazing. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, I'm excited for that as well, for them. Um, but there's been a lot of moving around, a lot of trades and everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, lately, and that goes into more or less with like players leaving from you know Lakers. You know, you see Danny Green. You know, he was over there to the 76ers. I mean, I guess he wound up still playing with Doc Rivers or something. I have no idea what his motives behind it. Um, I guess he got his championship and that was it. I mean, he already has three now if you really think about it. But um. You know, the same thing happened with Dwight Howard, you know, but he was saying that basically in a sense for him, you know, he didn't get a lot of playing time, which it's kind of known because you look over there, you had a lot of big men that was being played over there. I mean, you even, had, <clears throat> you even had somebody like Anthony Davis who had a lot of playing time there. And for him, you know, he was, of course, coming off the bench nine times out of ten. So for him, I don't know if so much if he might get a starting role. He may, he may not. I don't know. But he could probably sure get a lot of playing time with him, with Doc Rivers, playing over the 76ers. And I'm excited for that team now. You know, Brett Brown and them, that mix. I mean, they had, again, a lot of talent there. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Al Horford, Jimmy Butler was over there. They had shooters like J.J. Redrick. I don't know what happened. Didn't make anything happen with it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, 
we'll see what happens. You know, you got you know a great coach like Doc Rivers, and you know you're getting, you're getting players coming from other teams going over there as well. So he's back on the East after being in the West for so long. I guess he was like, yeah, let me get back to the cold real quick. <laughs> the heat's kind of clouding my judgment. Let me remember myself that the East Side is where I first got my championship from. Just wanted to keep that out there as a coach, you know. East side. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, you even get someone like Seth Curry. I was like, what? Seth Curry? As he went back to the Mavericks and then went to the side and said, hey, what's up, father-in-law? You know, uh, I want to play with you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but with that aside, you know, Seth Curry is a shooter, and the 76ers need shooters. <laughs> heavenly based need shooters because if you expect me to believe they're going to rely on ben simmons even though we're trying to get this man to start shooting from three good luck with that i mean at least joel Embiid is trying but it's not working <clears throat> so you need ones that actually are known for shooting so so you got them too <clears throat> so even though dating green was a little hot and cold over there at the lakers not like what he was with the toronto raptors and san antonio he can still make some magic happen with that team though he can. He can. So I have faith. I have faith in that. But yeah, no, I mean, the Lakers, I mean, you have Rondo that went down there to the Hawks. Um, you know, even Jeff Teague is down there with the Hawks as well. So the Hawks kind of got low-key 18 that's coming up there a little bit. Um, it looked to me Rondo's playing off the bench. Um, he kind of was doing that same role when he was playing with the Lakers. But man, when that dude came off the bench, he was he was explosive. He was putting in points. He was putting in work every time when he was in and on the court. So, um, but it was interesting. It's just, you know, it's just one of those motors again, is like, is it the money or is it the trophy? Because for Rondo, you know, he already has two trophies now when he got it from the Celtics and then he got it from the Lakers. Um, so that was always the biggest motive between the two, right? You know, that's probably why you saw a lot of people trying to go over to the Lakers because, hey, guess what? They had a better shot of getting that championship. You know what I'm saying? As for the East... You can pretty much say the Heat or the Nets. Not want to jinx anything, but hey, you got the Nets. You got the Nets. <laughs> but, um, you know, for the Heat, and that's the other thing is with Giannis. You know, we don't know exactly what Giannis is going to kind of really do right now. Um, he's still pretty much right now kind of been on the down low in terms of the decision of saying, hey, you know, does he want to leave the Bucks and go down to the Heat? If they see that happen, because keep in mind, he's still within his contract. So it doesn't mean he's a free agent. There's going to be trades going to be going to be involved in this mix. Where are the Heat and Pat Riley going to be trying to deal? What what are they going to try to, you know, acquire or try to give away to get Giannis? Because that's going to be a lot. You know, you're talking picks and you're talking players, obviously. So what players? Picks maybe is one thing. But what players? Are they willing to give away to get Giannis? If Giannis decides to, you know, leave. And of course, the Bucks already acquire players like Drew Holiday. And I'm looking like, what? So, you know, that's huge. I hate for him to go and leave the Pelicans because the Pelicans, they had something going there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, but, you know, you get somebody like Drew Holiday. That's a that's a big player, too, as well. So and that was probably one of maybe one of their motives and trying to try to keep Giannis there as well. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that mixture works. Maybe it may work and maybe it won't. <laughs> I 
but uh, this band goes down to the key, let me tell you. <clears throat> that's gonna be something special. Because, again, that's the same team, excuse me, <clears throat> that's the same team. <clears throat> Oof. Mucus. <laughs> oh no, that's the same team that, you know, pretty much put Giannis in a box. You know, he, once they trapped him, he couldn't really do anything and try to put anything into the paint. He couldn't do really anything for that. And so, you know, it's kind of like the same thing that happened like with KD and Golden State and OKC. You know, OKC had a big lead against, you know, the Golden State Warriors. Ended up getting trapped and, you know, they lost. They came, Golden State came back and beat them. You know what I'm saying? Would this same situation happen again? Maybe. You never know. I mean, Giannis has been at the Bucks for as long as I remember, at least for the amount of years he's been in the league, at least. So maybe he might change the pace. You know what I'm saying? I can always say, you know, come to the Knicks. But, you know, I'll just, you know, I'll keep putting that advertisement out there until something magical happens over there. Because it won't. <laughs> it won't. I'm trying really hard. But, you know, but he's going to probably, you know, why not go down there where it's warm? You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Um, but definitely when that happens, if that happens, there were going to be some players that are going to probably be removed um, from that team. You know what I'm saying? If this, unless Giannis waits throughout, throughout his contract and then make his move, that's a different story, right? Because then guess what? You don't have to worry about any problems in terms of giving away players. Because like I said before, what the Heat have right now, I wouldn't give away any of my assets either. But you also want to get somebody like Giannis onto the team right so it's it's kind of one of those deal breakers there you know you could maybe some of the ones that was on the bench you might be able to give away but obviously the bucks are not going to try to give away small fry they want to try to get players that are going to be if not in equal value than what what Giannis had to offer to the table so it really depends on who they may want to bring into that mix it, it just really it really all depends on that situation um but yeah i mean for the new york knicks i mean we were able to get Obi Toppin, which i didn't think that was gonna happen <laughs> i didn't think so in the eighth pick i was like what i was excited when i heard about that i was like okay i mean we can add that to the collection right there you know get some you know get some help with you know rj barrett julius randall kevin knox you know frank dennis smith all of them in there in that mix you know what i'm saying Hopefully, you know, but will that still be enough? No, absolutely not. But, um, you know, if we can get another star play again, if Westbrook decides and he wants to, you know, again, leave the, you know, Houston, depending on what goes on with them and James Harden, come to the Knicks. Because let me trust, trust me, Nick, Russell will fit right in with the Knicks, though, in the city of New York, let me tell you. You know, you got to love watching him play, the amount of energy that man brings to the court. It's, 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 it's contagious <laughs> but that could be the star of light right there because like i said before we haven't had really a big name player like that since camello i mean even with him with jeremy lynn you know tyson chandler even when rj on jr smith was sane um you know what i'm saying they all were able to play at a high level that was able to get them at least into a playoffs but we'll see what that happens with that. I mean, there was all the moves as well that was made, like, um, 
you know, you're seeing like Gordon Hayward going down there to the Hornets, which is interesting. You know, you can pretty much play with the, like the, the Ball brothers, Lamelo. So um, that should be interesting as well. Um, you know, so you know, Rockets also picked up, you know, the you know Cousins because Demarcus Cousins, he was been out for a minute because of the injury. So. You know, but he was given a one-year contract, and I want to say it was about, oh yeah, it was like 2.6 million, but it was not guaranteed. And you know, which he probably might have would have saw that coming because again he had did turn uh, towards ACL, so it's nothing set in stone when that happens. You know, which all the best for Marcus Cousins because when that man was healthy, that dude put points in the paint. He's also was you know still an all-star. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, that's huge, you know, but for the Lakers, of course, when, you know, Rondo left, they also had players like Mark Casal, <laughs> brother of Pyle Casal, which is ironic because again, there was like some trades back in the day. Cause this is when he was over there. When he first came over there with the Grizzlies, it was like some kind of weird trade. Cause at one point he was supposed to go over to the Lakers and then he happened to end up going over to the Grizzlies. So now he's actually officially now a Lakers. But it's funny because, you know, Pau Gasol won his championships there. And it's it's going to be quite interesting because Marcus Hall can play. But what does that mean for Toronto, though? They lost that and they lost um, Serge Ibaka, who went down there to the Clippers. So that should be interesting. That should be interesting. You know, Brandon Ingram getting, you know, contracts like that, five-year contract with the Pelicans, which... I would keep him too, you know what I'm saying? You know, having the tenacity that he plays in there, I wouldn't try to let him go. Don't know much of what the Pelicans may have. You know, you still got Zion and you got all of them in there. You want to keep that core that's there that you can still, you know, do some damage with over there on the West. So it's it's going to be very huge, very interesting season um, with either people having the same contracts, um, you know, to either stay where they're at right now or make different leaves um we'll see what that goes on there as well you know chris paul went over there to the suns that should be interesting as well with kevin booker um because again the suns you know other than oh yeah they were undefeated in the bubble that was just the bubble you know they still were down there <laughs> down there on the roster in terms of standings so you know that doesn't mean much that's great but yourself a pat on the back so sure i guess but at least that gives the sun some hope a little bit and that's kind of probably all they really need but um that's the only really thing i can really think of as of this moment right now in terms of what's going on within the nba um and that's really all i have to say about it um as for more any more sports news updates you know check back into the podcast you guys have yourselves a nice safe holiday and i'll talk to you soon